on this episode of Bet Bath and Beyond, Andrew and I talk a lot about NFTs, boy, all day, every day. Kajdi Den. Kajdi Den. I'm taking Slovak lessons. That means every day. Kajdi Den. Uh, Zen Run, the horse racing, the digital horse racing platform that we talk about all the time, is having a huge horse racing drop today. It's today for you guys listening to this episode. It's tomorrow for me. Very excited. Not going to get a lot of sleep tonight because of the because of the excitement. Um, you're gonna want to listen to it. These this game is the future. Okay, you will you will listen to this five years from now and be like, holy shit, Ian was right. That's all I got to say. Uh, then we talk NFL news. Aaron Rodgers once out of Green Bay. We talk more about that. Uh, Terry Bradshaw said some really dumb shit. What else is new? Uh, we play Go Fuck Yourself. We haven't been playing that in a while, so we, we brought it back. Uh, and then I forget. So the last part of the episode will be a mystery for you. You're welcome. Three, two, one, go. I am Ian Peacock. And I am Andy Heidemann. And I hate sports betting. No matter what you say, I'm betting 100 on it tonight. Welcome to Bet Bath and Beyond. Brought to you by B3T Sports.com and our new sponsor. Don't say it. I know what you're going to say Topo Chico. Is it? Topo. Is it Topo? It's a Topo. T O P O Chico. <laughs> yeah, she spells it and then just says the last <laughs> word. Topo Chico. Sure. Why my that must have said that that intro might have sounded really fucking loud because for some reason Audacity has my recording bo- volume set super high. And I've never touched it. And I was just looking at the sound waves, and they were super fucking loud. So I apologize if I just killed your headphones uh, for the first 10 seconds of this podcast. They deserve it. But yeah, Topo Chico from Monterey, Mexico. The mineral water that you will love to glug and suck. And it's from Mexico, so you know it's quality. When you said love to glug, I I was like, oh, is this like an actual tagline that he's reading? And then after that, I was like, oh, clearly not. No, clearly they sent us uh, the copy to read for their ad, Andrew. That's yeah. how that's how Along sponsors. Along with a fucking uh, pallet of Topo Chico. Itself, we have right? so much. We have so much Toco, Topo Chico. Okay, so fun fun story. Yesterday was Cinco de Mayo. That's true. And um, Holly, uh, to get festive and everything, uh, she ordered a bunch of stuff on Amazon, like Whole Foods, to get delivered. Right. Cool. Yeah. And so she. Uh, ordered two bottles of Topo Chico. Sure. Just two bottles. Like Do they two, come in glass bottles? They come in glass bottles. I'm going to love it. <laughs> it's so great. And you can buy them separately. You don't have to buy like a whole pack, like a 12-pack of Topo Chico. Anyway, she got two glass bottles of Topo Chico, was charged two glass bottles of Topo Chico. Whole Foods delivered two cases of Topo Chico. Two 12, 12 bottle cases of Topo Chico came to our apartment yesterday, yeah. and we were only charged for two bottles. That sounds like somebody made a mistake. 
Sounds like we actually were sponsored by Topo Chico. And for that, I am giving them a bunch of free ad time. That's true. I don't know what else we could do for them. I mean, aside from like, just buy a shit ton ourselves. That's, I mean, we, no, this is what, <laughs> this is what they get. Um, okay. <clears throat> Andrew, I was thinking about this before we get into all the, the shit that we're going to episode. Yeah. The meat of the episode while we're just fucking bantering around with our dicks in our hands, like we always do at the beginning of these podcasts. Exactly. It got me thinking if you uh, had to go back all, this is episode 77, seven, yes. seven. If you had to go back at all our previous episodes and combine, or I guess compile, uh, how often I talk versus how often you talk, what do you think the ratio would be? That's actually very interesting. It it very much depends on on topic. I think mm. um, if I make you mad, then you're talking more than I am. If you make me mad, I'm talking more than you are <laughs> very uh, well uh, said well said. I, i'm just i'm thinking out loud here because I, gun I mean, to we, your head pick a ratio who who do you think talks more and by how much i think it's me and i think it's by not a very large margin at all really i do because i think when i go on like rants i think my rants are longer um and they're more rambly i think that yeah but rant, i interject a lot I mean, we both do that. I mean, there are points where I'm like, I am talking over this man right now, and I don't care. Like, the people need to know. I actually think it's me. And I think if I had to put a ratio on it, I would say 60-40 me. Really? That's that's large. (laughs) I think so. I think I would. Now, I do mix the episodes. So, and I I haven't... That's true. Yeah, you No, no. But don't get me wrong. It's not like I actually have looked through any sort of episodes or have compiled any sort of stats to back up that 60-40 claim. I'm just saying, like, in my head, I think it's 60-40. And maybe because I mixed the episodes, that gives me more, like, credentials to (laughs) offer and more accurate uh, viewpoint. But it could be total bullshit, and you could be the one to talk more. I would be interested to get our listeners' uh, perspective uh, whether you're part of the B3T sports family or you're not, uh, maybe tweet us or just fucking tag us on Instagram on stories or whatever. T- let us know. Let us know who you think talks the most on this podcast and by how much. That's true. Do you, I mean like when we're talking fantasy though or DFS? Okay, or not? I guess I like to talk DFS. You hate that shit. Uh. I think you're forgetting, Andrew, that I am in a fantasy basketball league. Oh, been in that... first place. <laughs> How many times have you brought up fantasy basketball uh, on uh, this podcast? Well, considering I'm not in fantasy basketball, not a lot. Actually, <laughs> you know, it's you say that. I bring up fantasy basketball a lot in the sense of saying, so tell us about your league, Ian. Okay, so as we all know, uh, I was in first place pretty much the entire season. Pretty, I have religiously updated my roster on a day-to-day basis making sure that all my available players are not on the bench but are on the active roster so i get as many points as possible i have hit a wall i am i am losing currently to our commissioner in the semifinals of the league no i have four count them 
four players out, not day to day, which is like questionable if you were going to compare it to uh, DFS, uh, but it is date. I mean, sorry, it's out, which means that they're definitely out for at least three games, which sucks. Tyler Hero's out. Uh, Darius Garland's out. Uh, Ingram is out. And my boy Beasley is out. And it's just not good. <laughs> yeah, I think that you're fucked. I think I am too. And but I, I think it's just the fucking way the cookie now, how How is third determined? Will you play a third place match or is it based just on points? I don't know, dude. I'm looking at the score right now. I'm so mad. I'm losing. Fuck, dude. I'm losing. It's 1289 to 1070. So about 200 points. And this late in the week, it's Thursday. That's going to be hard to do. And Jimmy Butler is day-to-day, which is, I mean, that's not good. He could be out. Uh, I mean, Malik Beasley has been fucking out for forever. Tyler Hero's been out. It just sucks. It sucks. It just sucks. Yeah, getting and I'm not getting. I'm not getting like a good timeline of when they're going to return. What was the buy-in for this league? It's like twenty bucks. Okay, I mean, it's not like it's a money league, really. It's not nothing. It's like two hundred bucks, I guess. But I mean, like, I mean, you know what I can buy? Think about all the things in your life that you have done for like a two hundred dollar day, and think about all the work you put into this fantasy league. I mean, has it been super fun? Uh, it's been something to do. I wouldn't call yeah. it super fun, but it's been something that I could do on a day to day basis that could fill some boredom. Right. So I mean, like. But you know what I could do with two hundred dollars, Andrew? Uh, buy Ethereum. Close, close. I could buy a Z nine to Z ten Genesis horse on Zed Run. It's true. We're going to. We are going to. The drop is tomorrow, aka if you're listening to this today. And I, I think the drops start, at least our time, Central. I think they start around 9 p.m. No, what the fuck? No. That's what I saw. Uh, the link that I sent you, that's what it said. No, Andrew. Th- thank God you have me, because you would just be lost in this world. The, the You would miss out on all the horses. Hold on, I'm clicking the link now. Okay, so. Mm-hmm. So the teardrop schedule, set one of teardrop, will commence at 12 p.m., PT time on do you know the what P- of May. Do you know what PT means? Pacific? Yes. Yes. All right. So do you know what CET means? Uh, Central. Yeah, exactly. No, so it doesn't. Know. No, Central does not mean Central. <laughs> CET is not Central, you idiot. Take PT that. means Pacific time. ET means Eastern time. CET and AEDT, I have fucking no clue what those means, and I don't really give a shit because I, I know CET what was Central. I know what PT and ET are. PT Central European time is CET time. See, this is why you need me, Andrew, because you literally wow. would have you literally no, would have I, missed. I'd have gotten an email. I mean, which is how this works. Would you have actually checked it at? So to check my email, I get emails all the fucking day. What are you talking about? Okay, but so just so we're clear, the drop is going to happen at 2 o'clock your time. Uh, 15, 3, because that's Easter, one hour or less. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so you're going to have to be ready to grab some horses while well, while at work. 
I mean, that's fine. I, the, here's the thing. It's at 2, but it really might not be at 2. I think it can go all the way till 3. What is that, 3.15? Right, so let's, let's go through this just in case there's any listener out there that, I mean, we talk about Zed Run all the fucking time, and I've literally said at least 10 times, Genesis horses are going to be the most valuable horses in the game because they were minted by Zed. They already have a competitive advantage by being Genesis horses. That doesn't mean that they're going to win all the time. They just have a competitive edge in the algorithm. Right. And when you, they're also the most sought after for breeding purposes because Genesis horses and how the algorithm works, the further away your heritage is to a Genesis horse, the less likely you're going to have a, a winner of a horse, which means Genesis horses are not only going to have the competitive edge, but their offspring, the closest offspring, are going to be the ones that also carry a competitive edge. Now I'm getting myself a horse. Now, this is going to be the biggest drop to date, okay? They call it the Terra Drop, and it's two sets. First off, this is what you need to do. Go to Z.run, okay? Z.run, that is the site. Now, you need to get a MetaMask wallet. You need to load it <clears throat> with Ethereum, and then you have to convert it to wrapped Ethereum. Correct. On the Zed Run site. There's different forms of wrapped Ether. You have to do it on the Zed Run site because the entire drop is going to be on something called a Matic system. Okay? A Matic network. <clears throat> and why they do this is to make sure that the drop is gasless. And what that means is in the Ethereum network, so if you're dealing with a raw Ethereum, anything that you do on the network, whether that's bid on a horse, whether that's send a horse to someone, whether that's buying a horse, you have to pay to use the Ethereum network. It's almost like a tax, okay? They do this to make sure that people aren't spamming their network all the time. And depending on how busy that network is, the higher the gas price is, okay? So when a lot of people are trying to use it all at once to buy a horse, the gas prices are going to be very high. And that doesn't even mean you are going to get a horse. That just means you have to pay gas just to maybe buy a horse. So what happened with the last drop is that all these people were trying to buy horses. They had to pay gas anyway just to try and right. buy a horse. Sometimes it failed. They still had to pay the gas fee. And everyone was pissed. And they didn't even get a horse. Yeah, this I'd is why... Yeah, I would be too. And so this is why they're especially, switching to the Matic network. Especially if like gas is bad that week. You know, I mean, like they can, I, you could pay a lot. Dude, gas has been a fucking bitch. It's kind of low right now, but I've, yeah, I've had to pay my fair share of gas uh, in the past few months just with the NFTs and buying rare digital art and all that bullshit. And uh, it's not fun. It's not fun. So... Hopefully, it's going to be a lot smoother than last drop, which I did not participate in because I didn't even really... The last drop is what got me into Interested, Zed. Interested, right? Right, because PFT Commenter, actually, he tweeted a horse on uh, Twitter, and uh, <clears throat> I saw some other things on Twitter, like Barstool. Some Barstool employee was also uh, buying a horse. So that's how I even got, like, I got exposure from the Zed platform. Now... I'm ready. We're both ready. We both bought Ether. We've switched it 
to mm-hmm. wrapped ether on the Matic network so we don't have to pay any gas and we're just fucking waiting. So like we just said, there are two sets tomorrow. The first set starts at 12 o'clock Pacific time, three o'clock Eastern time, okay? And then there are waves in each set. There are six waves in each set and they're not even going to tell you what wave you're in. You just have right. to, when you sign up, on the Z.run website, <clears throat> you have to just wait for them to email you telling you what wave you're in, and then that's when you can go buy the horse. And I think you get 15... I mean, I, I don't think it's going to kick you out after 15 minutes, but I think like it's there, you get 15 minutes before the next set of people come in, right? That I'm not sure I, because... I was, I was also unsure. That's why I was, I was kind of hoping that you'd have an answer for that. I'm sure the info's out there. I know that the waves are in 15-minute increments. Now, whether or not you're in your own shop with a limited number of horses, I, I don't know how that works, but... I would say... <clears throat> and I, this I guess is, that's not the case because that gives people who are later... Well, I guess... Yeah, I yeah. So, so listen, if you got chosen randomly, and I'm assuming it's random, they haven't said, but... If you get chosen randomly for wave one, I think you only get 15 minutes because then the next wave starts, then the next wave starts. And if you were, let's say, randomly chosen to get in wave one, you would have a huge competitive advantage by being able to participate in all six waves if it was the model that you were just talking about. So for that reason alone, I would say that there's, I doubt that they're going to run the drop like that. I'm speculating, but the Zed run team is very smart they've taken a lot of precautions to make sure that people aren't pissed off about this drop i don't see them doing you know right i mean they're this is only their is this their second drop right this is their fifth oh this is their fifth oh okay well i was gonna say their second drop i don't expect everything to be perfect there's probably gonna be some bumps still even though they've taken but i mean their fifth drop i'm hoping things are probably pretty smooth then i do have to say their site looks great Dude, the races look great. Just everything about it looks great. They've already like announced a partnership with Atari. I I'm I am so bullish on Zed Run. I already have two horses, two Nakamoto horses. Uh, Fingers, my 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 gem of a horse. She's easily worth probably two ether right now. I would I would probably just looking at previous sales on OpenSeaMatic. I would say she's worth two ether right now. Sure. And I would say that value will continue to rise as long as I don't race her. And then also as the pools get more and more diluted with like, you know, shittier breeds like Buterin, uh, Finney, like, like the more that those are, the rare Nakamoto will be. Um, But then also, and I've told you this, Andrew, my strategy for tomorrow's drop on Zed Run is to really just get two Genesis horses. Yeah. I don't care which ones. I'm going to try to get a male and a female Genesis horses. I'm never going to race them. I'm just going to breed their offspring, and then I'll race their offspring. Uh, I am <clears throat> I'm definitely in the market, at least for a male Genesis horse. Uh, and then depending on what I have left over after I found what I really like, then I will be looking for a possibly a female for breeding, similar to what you're doing. It might not be a great Genesis, but at least it will be one. Um, I, the, the other thing is, I don't know uh, what they've said about breeding. I, everyone's focused on the drop currently, but I know that they're doing some bug fixes for breeding. So breeding has been that's... closed 
Right. Breeding has been closed for several weeks now because um, <clears throat> they are trying to exactly what you said, fix some bugs and just kind of see what happens to the, they're also experimenting, right? So they also right. want to see like what happens to the supply pool when they close off breeding for a month, see what happens because I could see them only opening breeding season for a few months a year. And that kind of would limit yeah. the supply pool. So you're not having unlimited horses constantly enter diluting all, all of the other horses. Uh, another interesting thing that I don't know anything about when it comes to breeding, like uh, obviously if I have a male and a female horse, I can breed them. But if I have a male horse and you've got a female horse, like, do you just contact the person and then is there a system? I'm assuming that you can do that through. So that's all through Zed's site. What happens is you can only list the male to breed. Okay. Really? <clears throat> it's called, it's called the stud farm. They call it the stud farm. And you set a price as the male owner. You say it's going to cost, let's just say, for example, 0.1 ether to breed with my horse. Then whoever owns a female horse would then come and pay you. You don't, they don't have to do any sort of contact with you because you're already listing this on the site. So it's automatic. I browse the stud farm find the horse I like, see the price, I pay the price as the owner of the female to mate with my female and I keep the child. Correct. The offspring. So <clears throat> that's how that works. This Topo Chico, I don't know if it's the bubbles <laughs> or something, it's getting in my throat. Uh, it's poison. That's why they gave you so much. It's got 40 milligrams of calcium. I don't know if that's good or bad. I mean, I'm sure I, it's not bad, but no, anyway, calcium is good. Dude, calcium is good for you it's good for your bones yes yeah no i know how that works i'm just saying i, I don't know if that's a good ratio like, I, soda could have 80 grams of calcium and i'd be like oh like, that's yeah but there's no sugar there's no sugar in our topo chico are uh, you sure is it flavored <clears throat> no it's not flavored zero calories zero protein zero total fat there is 15 milligrams of sodium but that that's why it's I mean, mineral that's water fine for you yeah it's fine for you uh i've got a question andrew hit me what is zeke barking at uh anything he can see really he's that type of dog huh well so he just recently i mean so the people who are listening to the podcast aren't gonna be able to hear it because of uh, that recording software i've got but you can hear it definitely and um just the last week or two uh he has been free roam like just out like every morning i let him out of the kennel and he has free reign to the house he can go anywhere he wants uh, i take that back he can't go into the kitchen unless i'm out there but um I let him walk around the house. He can go into the bedrooms. He can come into the office. Um, my couches, both of my couches are up against both of my windows. So he likes to hop up there, look out the window. And if something's moving, he's like, I don't understand. And he likes to bark. <laughs> uh, do you block the kitchen off with like a baby yeah, gate? A gate? Can he yep. just jump over it? Uh, he doesn't know that. So there were, <laughs> I have I two, two gates, same exact size. And one used to be way back when used to be into my hallway and into my kitchen. And he figured out how to jump the hallway one. So I just took it down, but he doesn't realize that the kitchen one is the exact same fence and he just won't try to jump it. That's hilarious. Dogs are dumb. <laughs> yep. Zeke is dumb. Yep. You've heard it. You heard it here first. Um, okay. So just to wrap a nice little bow on this Zed run, uh, analysis that we talked about. Uh, let's talk about pricing because you won't know the pricing until the actual drop, but we do have the pricing from the four previous drops and they are incremented. So the cheapest, 
that you could buy a horse was obviously the first drop, and then they incremented a little bit uh, for each drop. So for example, on the first drop, you could get a Z1 Nakamoto Genesis horse, the creme de la creme, for $7,000. God damn, that's still so expensive. <laughs> it is. That is still a lot of money. Uh, now, fast forward to the last drop, okay? You had to spend $16,000 to get so a Z1 horse. So, so nine grand increase. Good, quick, quick math. And then on the other side of the spectrum, you have a Z10. Remember, God, these bubbles, bubbles, Topo Chico bubbles. Remember, Genesis horses are either Z1 to Z10. Okay, it does not go past Z10. Z1 is is the creme de la creme, the purest of the pure, the Nakamoto's. Z10 are the Buterins. Okay. Uh, still really good horses, especially if they're Genesis. Uh, those would have cost you $80 on the first That's drop. That's so cheap. I mean, still I, the... I, I still... I can't even... I, can you even imagine, though, like, when this first started going and getting, like, 20 Z10, you know what I mean, for 80 bucks. I mean, if, if that blows your mind, think about people, and this might just fucking not phase you because you have no idea but there were there were people who were buying people artwork and people is the king of the nft art space his christie one of one sold for 69 million dollars that's so insane in uh back in march okay so like this is crazy all of his artwork pretty much goes in the six figures people bought his artwork for a thousand dollars Okay, even less. It was like $950 back in December of 2020. And it's now worth, that same artwork is worth a hundred grand. That's just dumb. That's crazy. It's it's insane. And that that was four months ago, five months ago. That's insane. Um, But yeah, so Z10s, first drop 80 bucks all it was is like four months ago time is so weird like with with covid like starting to things are starting to not get back to normal necessarily but we're moving in that direction and like i feel like time's sort of speeding up and it really just hasn't dude time is speeding up so fast for me like literally i will blink and a week will go by and it's so funny because the nft world moves so fast i feel like i've been in the nft world for years and i literally haven't even been i didn't die soon i bought my first nft less than two months ago how crazy is that less than two months ago so i mean it's it's very taxing on my health um (laughs) anyway the last drop uh the most recent drop you could get a z10 uh horse for 106 bucks yeah, it's still pretty cheap. I mean, I'm gonna guess that we're somewhere in like the hundred and fifty dollar range for Z10s now. I wouldn't think so. I don't think it'd be that. You don't that think much. so? No, I would probably say one twenty. One twenty. Oh, we can. You know what? This could be a fun thing. We can uh, take some bets on that. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say the Z1s are probably gonna be twenty grand. I was gonna say twenty two and a half. <laughs> I was gonna say like nineteen to twenty. I'd be. I'd be kind of surprised if it breaks twenty. I'm going to say 20 is the high end. And then uh, I'm going to say Z10s are like 120 to 130 high end. Okay. I, I think we're going to hit 150 
I hope I'm wrong because, I mean, cheaper is better for us. But, cheaper is better. And but, what I'll do is – I'll go for it. Uh, well, what I was going to say is what I'll do is I'll just look for the cheapest two combinations. Right. So um, I'm just probably going to get either two Z8s, two Z9s, or two Z10s just depending on the price. That's your turn uh, to speak. Yeah, well, I was. Uh, I, you you ended like in, in like an upward inflection on your voice. I thought you. No, were I didn't. No, I yeah, fucking didn't. Did. Did. Don't play oh, me. Speaking of NFTs, um, I own a Top Shot card. Yeah, I'm congratulations. Owning. We so we <laughs> we talked about this uh, last podcast. The Luka Doncic uh, behind the back assist, very fucking tight. I've been screaming at Andrew to get me it, to buy me it, because he owes me from a bet that we, neither of us can really remember, but we both know he owes me right. it. And after the podcast wrapped up, he was able to actually purchase it. And he and, and you message yeah and you messaged me and you said your classic fucking little good news bad news yeah but this time it was funny so why don't you tell the audience what the good news bad news was well the good news was that I bought it and it was uh, I had it and I could uh, I could get it for you the bad news is they have a gifting feature and I was like that's perfect that's exactly what I need so I went to it because I was gonna gift it to you right. Right. And then it popped up with a, uh, a gifting requirements. Gifting is only accessible to collectors who fulfill the following requirements. 30 days after first purchase. <laughs> That's a long fucking time. I have to own 20 moments at all times. Insane. That's ridiculous. And then own the moment for more than seven days. If I buy it for a gift initially, why do I have to wait seven fucking days? Like, if I'm literally buying it for a gift. It makes no sense. It makes sense if they followed one of the three criteria. So if they said, you, in order to send a gift, you must qualify for one of these three things. The fact they make all three of those things uh, mandatory to send a moment is asinine. Completely yeah. and utterly asinine. And I've heard some bad things about Top Shot. Their customer service is non-existent no one answers questions their platforms of is a fucking mess and I, I just reading that i'm like you're kidding me you're the whole point of nfts is that you own it and you can do whatever the fuck you want with it you can send it to a wallet you can send it to a friend i, I can fucking just yeah i could destroy it if i wanted to by sending it to a null address that doesn't exist i can do all those things because i own the digital good the fact that they have these rules in place and I've never seen any other rule in place like this on any other NFT platform makes me concerned about Top Shot. I actually this could see their downfall. I really could and it would be solely well, based off of the people running that platform. And you know, in, in the tech world, I feel like people misunderstand a lot. It's not about, it, it's so funny that we're talking about this because this is not sports at all. Um, well, Top Shot, Top Shot is Top sports. Shot itself is a, it's a sports and, and Zed Run, Run, Zed Run is sports. It's horse racing. So my, my big thing is a lot of people think in the tech industry that getting there first is the most important thing. And as, I mean, timing is important. But I mean, if you have a garbage product, even if it's a really cool idea, people are going to come up and they're going to swoop you. Like, that's just what it's going to be. And I have a lot of faith that whoever does the NFL version of Top Shot is going to learn from the way Top Shot's doing it. And hopefully it's good. Now, 
I don't have a lot of faith because the NFL fantasy app is garbage. The NFL app is garbage. The NFL streaming platform for like, they, they all work with cable companies. It's garbage. They don't have an actual streaming option. Isn't that insane? That That like, is insane, but they do have, didn't they team up with Amazon Prime? They So Amazon, you can watch um, primetime games on Amazon Prime if you have it, um, which is like the Thursday night game, but that's pretty much it. Now they do have a package through Hulu now where you can get NFL Red Zone, but it basically costs you like $80. It's it's like getting Hulu TV with NFL Bundle. So, I mean, you're still paying for fucking cable just on Hulu, mm, which gotcha. is fucking dumb. Uh, yeah, I I don't know what to think about an NFL top shot. Uh, I do know Topps Digital is doing baseball cards and a lot of other collectibles that I really like and I've already invested in. Um, like 10 cards on their first edition series um uh, bubbles uh, topo chico um so i'm i really am hoping top uh not top shot tops digital the people that make baseball cards i hope they learn from top shot and say hey like this is how you do things and this is how you not do things i'm pretty sure i could just send any anybody to anything any baseball card i want i can just do it i can burn it if i want they actually have the option on the top on the top digital platform it has a little burn emoji and if i wanted to i could just fucking burn it they make it really easy that's what i I want i I cannot wait for the for the david dobrik and the mr beast videos of them like opening up 30 packs and burning 50 percent of the cards it's going to be great exposure for tops digital no, it will be. And and people are going to love those videos because for whatever reason, people love watching people throw away money. Yes, yes, they do. Okay, uh, one last thing about Zed Run because I just thought of it and it's a good idea is that there are different color coats for each horse. Okay? That's true. And although those coat colors don't mean anything right now, the... Uh, the team, the Zed Run team, has come out and said that in the future, coats will matter. Like the color like of a how? like just in, for rarity. I mean, like it makes for like different kinds of that would make sense to me in just different forms of rarity, right? Well, there are already different forms of rarity. So that's what I was gonna say is they have a chart on their website of all the rare and super rare coats that uh, you can look at. I would be very, I would. I would advise you to take a look at that chart, have it up when you're on the drop, right. because those are the horses that everyone's going to go for first, and that's going to be. I don't know. I don't know if I necessarily care about getting a rare horse. I just want a Genesis horse. I mean, because right. a, a, a Genesis horse is rare. I mean, I don't care about the rare rarity of the coat. Right. Like if you got one, that's great. If you don't, it's not like the end of the world. Right. So I would advise you. Because, again, a lot of people missed out on the horses because it was so competitive. Maybe it's going to be a lot easier with these wave systems. Maybe not. I I can't. I don't don't know. But just know that people will have that chart up. People have probably already memorized that entire chart of color coats and know exactly which ones are super rare, rare, and common. And those are going to be the horses. The super rare and rare ones are going to be the horses that get snapped up first. So just know that if you want to maximize your success of getting a Genesis horse, go for the common coats because there probably isn't going to be that much competition right off the bat. Right. All right. That's good to know.
and yes. uh, we'll we'll update everyone more on monday about like with our horses and stuff and who fucking knows i mean i'm out of town this weekend but on sunday i'm back in town and if i have my horses i mean i might depending on what i do maybe i'm racing one maybe i'm not you know it'd be really cool is if we do uh, a stream yeah we do a stream i think yeah, i think that would be, be really stream. fucking cool it'd be uh, sick we can voice over it and all that kind of shit it'd be super fun there's just so much content if by uh getting a horse and, and racing it um okay do they have, do they have one versus one horse races not yet but they said it's in the works That'd it be is a feature cool. it is a feature they plan on implementing in the future i don't and i wonder if you can stake your own like ethereum on it you should be. I mean, yeah, I, w- I would imagine. As, as opposed to like it being like a standard race where, you know, there's buy-in and payout. It's like you stake and somebody agrees to stake and then you race your horses. Yeah. Or maybe pink slips for the horse. Oh, God, that sounds <laughs> no, I would never. Awful. I would never do that. But yeah, I, I, I definitely do believe um, there will be drag race horses. Uh, all right. So you want to talk a little NFL? I do. Oh, oh what you are you? specific? Well, kind of. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I definitely want to talk about Aaron Rodgers. Is that um, what you wanted to talk about first? Is that what you were going to, you know, dangle the carrot? Yeah, a little bit. Because I, I had a couple tweets over the week just because Aaron Rodgers stuff is going on, obviously. Um, one thing specifically that stood out, Terry Bradshaw came out. Was, <laughs> did, you, did you see my tweet? Did I see your tweet? No, I didn't see your tweet, but I did see what he said about Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, he said he basically layman he said he was being a baby and he said that like he shouldn't be scared that Jordan Love is gonna take his job. And I heard that stuff come out of Terry Bradshaw's mouth and I was very upset because it doesn't make any fucking sense. Of course Aaron Rodgers isn't scared that Jordan Love is gonna take his job. Right. That was He's, I mean, Terry is a fucking dumbass old man. And he played for the Steelers, so I never even liked right. I never liked fucking Terry Bradshaw. Uh but He's just a fucking dumbass old man who doesn't have like he's not his finger is so far off the pulse he yeah. might as well be uh in the grave you know that's how that's how far away his pulse is not only to his own pulse but the the heartbeat of the NFL dude and I'm just like Aaron Rodgers three time MVP like of course he doesn't give he's not like and the the other thing that's crazy about it is. If Aaron Rodgers does retire, gets traded, I don't I don't think anyone's certain who the starter for the Packers would be. I I mean, you would assume Jordan Love because they got him in the first round, but you're right. I have I mean, who who else? I, it, they look they're going to look they're going to look like idiots no matter what. They're because I mean, it's, if you start Jordan Love and he's bad, they're going to go you're an idiot. If you I shouldn't say no matter what. If they start Jordan Love and he is the baller, the man, the myth, the legend, Everyone's gonna say, "Oh, we fucked up." Like you guys were right, Aaron. But if he's really killing it, there's no way Aaron Rodgers is doing this. You know, if he's actually concerned that he might lose his job to, you know what I mean. But th- because like they're, you're looking at practices, and he knows for a fact that Jordan Love is not the dude. Right. I, if you had to bet a year's salary on whether or not you think Aaron Rodgers plays. Next year for the Green Bay Packers, what would you bet? That's really tough. Um, to me, just based on a couple of things, I, I it's really close. I would say he does not play for the Packers. Um, really? I, yeah, because because to me, you don't threaten retirement when you are retirement age. 
NLSG are going to do it. Because, again, like this team has screwed him over. If this was the very first time, I'd be like, okay, he's bluffing. But they fuck with him all the time, and they don't listen to what he has to say. And he has been vocal about it for three years now. And I feel like when you are vocal for that long, you don't bluff. Right. But we don't, okay, uh, agreed, kind of, but what exactly, and, and I actually don't know, so I, I hope that you have clarification, but maybe you don't, which is more of a, like, what the fuck is going on? What did the Packers do to make Aaron say all these things about he wasn't happy with the organization and all this stuff? I know, I know before last year, I mean, before this season, it was about drafting Jordan Love and not getting wide receivers and not getting weapons for him and all this stuff. And he was pissing and moaning about it. And then they went to the fucking NFC Championship and he won the MVP. But I'm talking about right now. And it even looked like he was kind of happy. He was smiling, having fun throughout the 2020 season. Uh, And I... And maybe him and Matt LaFleur were kind of buddy-buddy towards the end. But what has happened since then that has made him question his future in Green Bay so much? So I think it's a culmination of things. I mean, when you are young, when you are Aaron Rodgers who is young, like Patrick Mahomes is, right? And when you do things like uh, – you, if like Patrick Mahomes is winning you games, almost no matter what you do as a front office, everyone's going to go, front office is great. Yeah, they're drafting defense because they got Aaron, or they got Patrick Mahomes, right? And they're gonna say things like, "He can do it," so like let him do it. And that's what they did for Aaron Rodgers for a long time. It's like that dude is that man. He's an MVP type player. We don't have to draft offensive weapons. Okay, yeah, I I can kind of align with that thinking. Like I don't agree with it. Like I think you got to get your best players, the best people around them, as opposed to like trying to fix other things. I, I feel like you have to enable your best players. That's what makes you better. Um, but as Aaron Rodgers gets older, he want, he's going to need more help, but just how it is. I mean, that's the father or father times undefeated, right? I mean, he's, I so mean, he, Tom's doing a pretty good job. Yeah, but he's, he's going to be done in two years, maybe three years. I don't know when, but he, he's not playing football forever. So right. like, I'm just saying that Aaron's probably like, I need help. These guys in Green Bay, like in the last, I want to say the last 10 years, they've taken one offensive player in the first round, and it was Jordan Love, and they traded up to get him. <laughs> and, and if I'm Aaron Rodgers, that pisses me off. Then, then you're in the fucking NFC Championship game. It's fourth and whatever for a chance to tie it up. And they kick the field goal and take it out of your hands when you're the league MVP that year. One of the best quarterbacks probably to ever play football. Like, okay. Then it came out that he wanted a trade in this offseason, and it was said that the Packers were working on it. Comes out later that the Packers were never working on it, and that's what pushed him over the edge. Damn. And he got engaged to Shaylin Woodley. Did he get engaged? <laughs> yeah, he's engaged to oh, Shaylin Woodley. In fact, they might even be married. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know, but they're definitely at least engaged. Man, and she uh she's a weirdo she's a weirdo for sure but uh to each their own to each their own um while we're talking about the nfl do you want to go play go fuck yourself oh fuck we can i didn't have a player okay well i'll go first and give you some time to stall and maybe find a player but here is my player okay 
Okay, I'm listening. This player was drafted in 2014 in the second round. Middle second round. Okay. 2014, round two, pick 53. So somewhere, you know, actually, yeah, somewhere in the middle, maybe later half. Okay, anyway, uh, since then, he has only played for one team, and it was the team that drafted him. Okay. He is a four-time Pro Bowl, okay? Since 2017, he has made four straight Pro Bowls. Okay. And what year is 2021? Right. So from 2017 to 2020. So he's been like seven years, and the last four he's been Pro Bowl caliber. Correct. Uh, He was the NFL receiving touchdown leader. For a year. I won't tell you what year, but he was the NFL receiving touchdown leader for one year of his career. He has 62 career receiving touchdowns and over six and a half thousand yards receiving in the seven uh, years he's been in the NFL. Then it can't, they don't play for Chicago, do they? They do not. Okay. Uh, before you said the yardage, I thought there was a chance it could have been. Uh... What's his name? Uh, Allen. Is he that? Has he been in the league for that long? Uh, he So he has been. Let me actually. Oh, I'm, I'm not going to look it up. But he has been because I remember he played for Jacksonville. And then he got hurt right away. Like after a year. And he like, tore his ACL and basically missed two years. So I always forget he's been in the league forever. Okay. So 2014. Been in the league seven years. Pro Bowl caliber for four. He has receiving. He led the league in receiving touchdowns, you said? Yes. For one year. I won't uh, tell you the year unless we get down to it. Um, he's had 62 receiving touchdowns in his career over seven years and six and a half thousand, 6.5 thousand receiving yards. Mm-hmm. And he's only played for one team. One team, correct. Is it Tyler Lockett? It is not. Now, I will tell you the year that he was the NFL receiving touchdown leader. It was last year in 2020. Uh, oh, is it Devontae Adams then? It is Devontae Adams. Ah, I forget how long he's been in the league as well because um, it just he feels like he's really young. Yeah. And I was actually shocked when I looked it up and he it was 2014. Uh, obviously, I knew he wasn't picked in the first round because there's that fucking crazy stat. Yeah. Uh, with Aaron Rodgers, but four straight Pro Bowls. And, I mean, six and a half thousand yards, that's almost 7,000. I mean, it's almost 1,000 yards per season. I I think, okay, Mike Evans, I think, has 1,000 yards receiving per season since entering the league. Probably, dude. That guy's a freak. He is a freak. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, let me see here. Okay, are you ready? Yes. Okay. Uh, it took me two guesses, but I did get Devontae Adams. So yes, you're allowed right. to guess wrong. You right. just if yeah, you can't get it. You have to go fuck yourself. All right, this player was selected in the fifth round in the 2017 draft. They have two Pro Bowls, and they've only ever played for one team. They also, whoop, let me double check this. 
They also have an astounding low 14 total touchdowns in their four seasons in the league. And they have just over 3,500 total receiving yards. Been in the league since 2017. Correct. Fifth round pick. And he's one of the best at his position. He's one of the best at his position? You're talking about a wide receiver? Uh, I could be. I did not tell you the position. Did you not? I did not. I told you he had... That's fucking I, hard as shit. It we, is hard as shit. Oh my god! Usually we we say, oh, they've had this many passing touchdowns. They've had this many running yeah, yeah. touchdowns. Well, so the reason the reason I I was gonna either tell you the position or give you the hint that they are one of the best at their position. I'm talking like top three, top three in their position. Uh, is he a slot receiver? He is not. Okay. All right. Uh, been in the league since 2017. Two Pro Bowls. Correct. 14 touchdowns? Yep. His entire career? His entire career, 14. Uh, that's regular season. I, I, I didn't check post. But. Oh, it's uh, Christian McCaffrey. No, it's not. No, he no, was drafted in the first round. Uh, the fifth round. That that one's kind of... I know, that's, that's the thrower. It's, uh, fifth round. All right, do, All right. you, do you want the position? I want the position. Tight end. Fuck. Okay, well then... Uh, since 2017, since 2017, uh, one of the best in his positions. <laughs> yep. Oh my God, dude. Uh, is it Darren Waller? It is not Darren Waller, but uh, I mean, you're kind of close. Oh, then it, it's gotta be, uh, oh, it's gotta be, um, fucking, oh shit, shit, shit. Is he from, uh, did he go to Iowa? He did go to Iowa. <laughs> yeah, it's, um. Oh my God! I'm totally blanking on you his. Gotta God. call it. I know, I know, dude. No, 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 no. I got his name. Uh, George Kittle. George Kittle. George, George Kittle. Kittle. Exactly. Jesus Fucking, Christ. He was a fifth round pick. Wow. And wow. he is. Yeah, he's. De- I mean, like when he's playing, George Kittle is definitely a top three tight end. Right at the buzzer, dude. Jesus, that was the hardest one yet. Yeah, I, I would say. I mean, like, so that one, I tried to do something different by not giving you the position for it, but no, I liked it. I liked it uh fifth round that that threw me for a loop it's actually crazy he only has 14 touchdowns though yeah that is 3500 yards for a tight end is is good for yeah especially for only four years i mean like and he he only started 45 games i mean he has he's only had one 16 game season since he's been in the league fifth round dude that's pretty nuts that's great value 146 overall (laughs) <laughs> that's a steal that was a, that steal. a steal very good 49ers very good uh so now what i think is that are we are we done uh we could be done i do want to say just wrapping up with some baseball talk that the cubs beat the dodgers uh pretty much swept them yep swept them oh, uh, the beat dodgers them. Are good. the dodgers are good and if you remember they're your uh you're they're your your World Series pick, <laughs> um, but uh, Cubs won seven to one in the first game, four to three in the second game, six to five in the third game. Officially sweeping the Dodgers. I mean, the Cubs are figuring it out. They are figuring out. They are still third in the league. I mean, in their uh, division, division. Uh, in the NL Central. 
and they still right above Cincinnati. They still have a losing record of 15 and 15 wins and 16 losses, but one game away from 500, and then it's to the top. Then it's to the top. Then it's to the top. I mean, I'm looking here, and I think the Dodgers is the Dodgers division the, the best division. San Francisco, San Diego, Arizona, Colorado. No, probably not, right? Uh, I don't think so. I would oh, probably Oakland, say... The, dude, the Oakland A's, they're 19-14. Is this finally their year? Maybe. Uh, I'm looking. I'm... <laughs> Let me fucking see. The Angels are fucking trash, dude. I feel bad for Mike Trout, but not really because he's getting paid so much money. Dude, um, honestly, with baseball teams, like I could, you could tell me how well they did and i don't think a single one of them care yeah it's it's really about money you know and like individual awards more i mean maybe world series matters i'm sure it does matter to a lot of people and a lot of players but for a fan i don't like i mean actually i don't know it it just doesn't mean as much winning a world series than it does for football teams winning the super bowl or nba teams winning the nba finals or even hockey teams winning the stanley cup I do have a question to ask you before we fade out here because I saw it on Instagram and I want to get your opinion. Shoot. Uh, they were debating what's harder to do. Uh, Who's when, they? Who's uh, the, uh, the ESPN. Uh, Fuck put, ESPN. Put Fuck on, the mothership. They, they I don't put it fucking, out on Instagram. I don't and they fuck were, with They them. were curious. They were trying to get people's opinion. What's harder to do, win an NBA championship or win a Super Bowl? Super Bowl. 100%. Yeah, 100% a Super Bowl. It's not even It's not even like, a question. Because now, what, like I said, the better team in basketball usually always wins. I mean, it's very rare the better team doesn't win. Let because, me tell you, know, you why. Let me let me tell you why, Andrew. It's because there's less players on the court. It's five e five, okay? Which means that the stars get more playing time and they m- provide more of an impact. And not only oh, that, but in the NBA playoffs, they make it out of series. It's out of seven games. Right. Which means that on average, the better team will win as opposed to the NFL where it's one game. Right. Like, and if you have an injury, I mean, it sucks in the NBA, but you have like seven games to hopefully get them back and have them play. Like if, if Russell Wilson's out for a playoff game, Seattle's probably going to lose. Like, I, I don't see, you know. Right. Or if you have a bad game, if you play like shit. Yeah. It's that's one it. And done. Yeah, exactly. Way harder to win. Uh, they they were also asking like Tom Brady like would you give up two Super Bowl rings if you could go back and have the beat the Giants and have uh, have this, the perfect season he said he would yeah I would too that yeah was... it's never been done uh, it has been done by the well, Dolphins sure but I mean like that's why'd your... you just say it's never been done it has been done yeah I just I feel like different eras it kind of it's like it's like when you say uh, if somebody today scored a hundred points in the NBA I mean you're like oh it's yeah, I would, you know, people could say it's never been done because, of course, fucking, what's his name has a uh, hundred points, but he was like three feet taller than everybody else. Like, that's not going to, that wouldn't fly in today's NBA. So if you score a hundred points, I'm like, that's a fucking big deal. I mean, yes, but it was 1972. I just looked it up. It's not like I had it memorized, but it was 1972 that the Dolphins uh, had the perfect season and then mm-hmm. won the Super Bowl with Don Shula. That's not like forever ago. That's, that's not over like 50 years ago. But it was in the Super Bowl era, is what I'm saying. And that that matters. Okay, you know what? That's fair. I will give you Super Bowl era. Yeah, I would I would take that. Now, the record okay, was 14-0 instead of 16-0. Oh, so it doesn't count. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> so I, Never mind. I take it back. I stand. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, grapefruit. 
Grapefruit. Normally you can only get this technique in one of my classes, but I wanted to share this with you because I believe every man should get grapefruited. When you grapefruit your man, it's gonna feel as if you are giving him head and fucking him at the same time. Every time I come around your city bling bling. Every time I come around your city bling bling. Every time I come around your city bling bling. Every time I come around your city bling bling. Every time I come around your city bling bling. Every time I come around your city bling bling. Valentino summers and wave runners. Chains on my niggas like slave runners, drug dealers anonymous, Valentino summers and wave runners. Chains on my niggas like slave runners, drug dealers anonymous. How many Madonnas can that Mazda fit? My brick talk is more than obvious, it's ominous. Garages, the Phantom, Goose, Ghost, and Goblins. Blonde Mohawk, the collection, I'm Dennis Rodman. No better feeling will he ever get than being grapefruited. No better feeling will he ever get. Every time I come around your city bling bling Every time I come around your city bling bling Every time I come around your city bling bling Every time I come around your city bling bling Every time I come around your city bling bling Every time I come around your city bling bling Time to hit the showers cause baths are for babies